At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Welcome back to another episode of WRAL Triangle in Two. I am Luis Fernandez. He is Mark Bergen. We are in the middle of February. Um, we've got, what, like nine days left in February. Shout out to, shout out to Leap Years. Um, and uh, we have plenty of basketball action to discuss, plenty of basketball action to look forward to. Mark, I just want to get straight into it, talking the teams in AP order, because we have a new number one in North Carolina for men's basketball in the AP. Duke has hopped over UNC in the top 25. Um, Duke moving up to number eight in the AP poll. UNC falling to number 10. So when you look at uh, Duke's performance this week, Mark, what stands out to you? What are your main observations from the Blue Devils? I'm going to pose a question for you, Lewis. Okay. Given that it's a leap year as well. I like that reference. But my question is this. Is Duke now Jared McCain's team? Um, so I this is a conversation that I have heard uh, been brought up a little bit over the course of the last couple of weeks. I think that um, I think Jared McCain is playing the best basketball on that team. Um, I do not think that the performance that we saw him tying a Duke freshman record with 35 points against Florida state. I do not think that was an anomaly by any means. You watch what he's been doing and he is lights out from three. The word that John Shire uses a lot when discussing Jared McCain is gravity. The gravity that he brings to a team, the defensive focus that has to happen. It should make everyone's job easier. Um, And you want to add on top of that, he has been rebounding a lot more. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to hop in here, Lewis. No, go go ahead, please. I I just I, I would say yes, but I do not I do not mean that as like a slight on Kyle Filipowski. Continue. Thirty five points tie Zion Williamson's freshman record, and think about all of the great players that have come through this program down through the years. And I don't want to leave out any in particular, just because there have been so many greats. But he ties Zion's record, also surpasses JJ Redick's three point record. Yeah, as well, which I don't think we should look past there. So the outside shooting and people are going to talk about the fingernails painted as well and Duke colors and all of that. But then the rebounding as well, Lewis, for someone who stands at six foot three, when he goes to the NBA draft, we'll hear Jay Billis talk all about wingspan. I don't know what his wingspan will measure out to be, but that is a want to Lewis. That is a want to to conscientiously rebound the basketball. Double-digit rebounding for a guy who stands at six foot three in five games this season. So it's not just the shooting; the rebounding as well. Lewis is what sticks out to me, and I think about how he's playing relative to a lot of the Duke greats that have come through this program through the years, playing his best basketball at the right time. We're in midway through February. We saw we were a broken record on the show. We saw what happened two years ago when a team gets hot with UNC. Duke right now up to number eight. We'll see. 
We'll see. No, but Jared McCain's balling right now. No, he is. He like Jared McCain is really, really good. Really, really good. Um, and he's been that way for a while. Like it's it's just been um, you know, I think sometimes the focus has been too much on um, some of the other players, but I, Jared McCain has been phenomenal um, this season for the Blue Devils. Um, one thing he he mentioned um, it was against Wake Forest when uh, he had a uh, double double was that they've really there's really been an emphasis on giving him the green light to crash the boards and chase after some of those um, offense, some of those rebounds in general. And it's what happens when he gets defensive rebounds and then pushes the pace. Right. Um, Jared McCain is, is incredibly deadly in transition, um, especially those pull up threes in transition. So whenever he can push the pace, get the ball up, you know, get set, maybe get lost in that defensive transition there for teams. It's deadly for what Duke wants to do. Um, really, my only thing with, with Duke, just it, defense needs to continue to improve. Um, you know, if I pull up Duke, let me pull up some of Duke's um, stats here. While you do that too with McCain Lewis, yeah. uh, I think he's playing himself into the first round of the draft right now. And I still think you run through Filipowski, just given the size disadvantage, the inside outside, the game that he brings to the table. Roach is a veteran guards played in a lot of big games. But when he's hot and he's playing right, I think McCain is Duke's best player. And I can't believe that I'm saying this, but I genuinely believe that considering eight of the last nine games, double-digit scoring. So, again, it's the scoring. It's the rebounding. For me, it's not just one component of the game where you – a casual fan's going to notice the outside shooting and the scoring, right? But the rebounding as a component of his game, too. There's a reason why he was a five-star recruit coming into Duke. And right now – I do think that this is his team right now. I genuinely do believe that, Lewis. And I, I can't believe that I'm saying that given it's no knock on Filipowski or Roach either, but I think he's playing at that high of a level right now. I, I think I'm always like a little bit hesitant to like assign teams to people, right? I don't I don't love that kind of that kind of dialogue, right? It's because it's it's a group effort, it's a team for a reason. But I think that um Jared McCann has the ability to impact the team incredibly so because of his gravity. Um, you know, I think that uh, Kyle Filipowski has leaned into a little more playmaking um, from the post. I think that's been good. You see Mark Mitchell starting to heat up a little bit as well. I, I still think that Duke is at its best when you have Mark Mitchell and Kyle Filipowski playing well in tandem. Um, I, I'd say the way I kind of would phrase it is I feel like Jared McCain is a player who does not need the rest of that team to be hot to get hot. He's a guy who's going to be able to keep Duke in games when other people struggle. Um but no, I mean, he's he's been playing phenomenal. Um, he's been playing phenomenal basketball. And I'm really excited to see where he continues to go. I don't know enough about the draft, to be honest, to say where he's going to go or what he's what that situation is going to be like. But he's he has really been playing at a very high level, especially in the year 2024 in the past you know month and a half, two months. Um, One other so thing yeah. I want to share about Duke from mm -hmm. what I've noticed, Lewis. Um, I want to see the backup big. So Filipowski and Mitchell get most of the run, right? I want to see Sean Stewart emerge into that role as a freshman coming into the year. There was a lot of hype where he broke Zion Williamson's vertical leap record. I am not saying he's Zion Williamson, but late in the season, when guard play becomes more important, you get into tournament play and you get caught in screen and rolls and your big's going to be matched up on a guard. I know he can slide his feet and move with guards defensively versus like, like, look, it's no knock on Ryan Young, 
senior veteran player, but I want to see Stewart get those minutes off the bench of when Filipowski checks out of the game and Mitchell aren't in the game. He's I, coming off the bench. I want to see Stewart fulfill that role. And maybe I think, I'm just mesmerized by I think you're, I think you're but. hitting on Ryan Young. I really do. I think he, he provides some facilitation. The thing you have to remember about this Duke team in general, right, okay, is that they, they are essentially playing with four guards, maybe even five guards at yeah. times. They just do not have a lot of size depth, and that's part of the reason why it impacts – um, their their defense, why their defense has played the way it has at times in this one. So I think Duke Duke is very much who they are as a team. It's just going to be about improving the little parts of who they are at this point. So continuing to grow a little bit of depth, sure, but I, I think it's more about just getting everyone on the same page at the same time. What I am, like all, all the parts of that team clicking all at the same time. What I'm looking at with Duke now, this week is going to be really interesting to me because, you know, obviously they're you know, number eight in the AP poll right now. Sure. Um, they are 17 in the net. Ken Palm has them 11. Um, they have at Miami and at Wake Forest. Duke has played a lot of home games so far this season. And so I want to see them get tested a little bit in um, on the road against some of these teams that are going to be very desperate for wins. We saw them get a home win against Wake Forest last week. Um, Wake Forest is, I think Lenardi has them as, you know, last team out type thing right now. So they are going to be desperate for wins, especially after, um, and it was kind of the way they, they have a lot of opportunities, but, um, I, I'm going to, I want to see how Duke performs on the road. Good win against Florida state. Keep that going. His next two wins or two next two games, all three on the road. That's going to be really interesting for me. For all right. Duke. Let me keep stirring the pot. Lewis, are you okay. concerned moving to UNC now that Duke is now ranked higher than your beloved Tar Heels. Am I the if if the question is ever are you concerned about a ranking? The answer is no. The rankings don't matter. They're dumb and stupid. Like no, like I mean that's just that's just straightforward. That's like, how you really I, feel. I mean, it, it I don't think it, it doesn't matter. It just it matters about how you're playing, right? Yeah. UNC has not been playing well. They have not played consistent for the, a, a long time now. Really, I mean, you look at it right. You go back to the um, Georgia Tech lost before Duke. They beat Duke, sure. Lose to Clemson, beat Miami. Lose to Syracuse, beat Virginia Tech. They they have not won two games in a row now since January 22nd to January 27th. Um, the, the main thing with UNC's kind of stretch here has been their defense. We've seen their defense struggle at times. I mean, the, the loss at Syracuse, some of that was just like just pure shot making. Like you got to give the orange credit. But their defensive numbers have not been good. Like their points per 100 possession, right? Um, for, during that ma- huge win streak that they had, they were I, during that huge streak. If you go back to Oklahoma, and then you go all the way to Florida State when they won uh, nine games, ten games in a row, right? They allowed one team to score more than 100 points per per 100 possessions, right? In this stretch since then. One, two, three, four, five. Everyone has been scoring on them defensively. Um, their effective field goal percentage that they're giving up is way up. Um, teams are shooting threes pretty well against them. So really, the the thing for me more is just the defense that UNC is doing. They they just they seem off. They're they're struggling. But you did see them kind of turn things around a little bit um, against Virginia Tech. You know that's Virginia Tech is not going to make the NCAA tournament, but that is still a feisty team. So you get that win at home. That's good. They also have not played a lot of home games just in general. I think they have, I, I want to say three of their last four games this season are going to be at home. 
They play at Virginia coming up later this week. Their only game this week, much needed rest. And then they play three um, home games before finishing up with Duke. So it's going to be big for them. Um, they just kind of have to continue to get right. You don't want to be a team that peaks in January and is not in a good position come March. But um, they, you, RJ Davis is still playing well, even though not as efficiently. You're seeing like Armando Baycott has his second half against Virginia Tech was massive. Um, so just just like with Duke, I think that UNC is who they are at this point. You just need to see everyone kind of come together on that same page. Um, Cormac Ryan also played well on Saturday, which is much needed. <laughs> need him to continue to play well for, for the Tar Heels. You're stealing all my thunder from my notes, Lewis. Uh, this break is going to come at a nice time for UNC, a six-day break. And the Tar Heels played nine players against Virginia Tech. Now, you mentioned Baycott. Five straight double-doubles. He's rounding into form to what we know him as a double-double machine. And then you mentioned Cormac Ryan as well. The three-point shot is starting to fall, and they're really going to need that to stretch defenses as well. So I think I hit on each of those things. A lot to unpack with what you just said right there, Lewis. But it's like, oh, you're seeing... <laughs> we have I, great minds think alike or something like that. We're, we're on the same wavelength. No, yeah. but I, yeah, I think... Um, that, I mean, Cormac Ryan is shooting 30% from three, and so like which is not what you would expect from Cormac Ryan. So him continuing to improve, I think there is big. Um, Elliot Cadeau is, you know, still has his ups and downs, but when he's hot, he's hot. He looks good. When um, he's open, he's got to shoot him though, too. And I'm talking about Cormac Ryan here, four, seven against Virginia tech, four of nine against Syracuse. And then two of five against Miami. When he shoot, when he's open, shoot it. And it, it like, look 40% or better. You'll take that every single time. So yeah. To keep defenses honest, to stretch the defense, it's going to be an important component yep. of this Tar Heels offense to where it, if it's open, go for it, let it fly, because the last three games it's been better coming off an 0 of 6 performance against Clemson, which was a loss back on February the 6th. The the in uh, This is kind of minute, I think, but the inbounds, or not inbounds, I'm sorry, the passing into the post for UNC, the passing to Armando Baycott was phenomenal against Virginia Tech. For Virginia Tech, it looked really good. Um, they were kind of pinpointing and it was allowing those easy buckets, I think, helped Armando Baycott. They, they just kind of looked more together as a team, but it's still the, the defense has to improve. It has to get closer to what it was in January for UNC to get to that point where you're thinking, hey, this is a team that could make a Final Four run. Um, but I, I'm, not saying any, I'm not saying anything that I don't think anyone has, has said before. Uh, but it will see. They play at Virginia, which is notoriously a very difficult place for most teams, especially UNC, to play um, their only game this week. But that's that is going to be big for them for the ACC because it is no longer a guarantee that UNC wins the um, ACC outright in the regular season. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's have a smooth entry into our last topic, and that's NC State coming off the heroics. DJ Horn. Dueling DJs, DJ Horn, DJ Burns. But really from here on out, like for NC State to make the tournament, they're pretty much going to have to win out or win the conference championship. But like, Lewis, to me, this is just an uphill battle. I'm just going to be blunt here in terms of what it would take for the Wolfpack to go dancing in March. Yeah, I know. I mean, if if this was, I think, an, um, more of an up year, and I say that in quotes because you know how I feel about the way people view the ACC. But, um, you know, they're eight and six, in conference. Um, but I mean, they just have, have kind of dug themselves holes. You know, you go throughout the ACC, um, the loss against Virginia tech at home, um, losing an overtime at Virginia, losing, um, you know, at Syracuse, like some of these games are, you know, they're, they're beating some teams in here, but they're also just not consistent. They're up and down. Um, the Clemson win was, was massive for them. DJ horn. I really think you cannot emphasize enough just how well he's been playing. Like if I go back to the last uh, five games for DJ Horn, right. All going all the way back to Miami, 24 points, 26 points, 25 points, 31 points, 27 points. Um, You know, he is shooting really well from three. Um, You know, his usage is very high right now. Um, You know, he is kind of doing, he's doing everything that you need from him. It's just going to be about continued growth from NC state. And I know so much of what, when we talked about the Wolfpack earlier in the season, right. You looked at their offense as man, their offense has to be better. Their offense has to be better. Their offensive efficiency has increased a lot over the past few games or so, right. Their adjusted offensive efficiency is you're looking at like one hundreds essentially for them going all the way back to that Miami game that I mentioned. It's just their defense has fallen off a little bit. So, you know, you you just need State to – you have to win games at this point. That's all you can do if you're the Wolfpack. This week you've got home against Syracuse and home against Boston College. Those are two games that if you were NC State, you have to win. You need to win those two mm-hmm. games. And then you have four games, uh, three on the road, one at home, at Florida State, at UNC, home against Duke, at Pittsburgh. Like those, those are significantly tougher. So it's, it's one of those things where, you, you know, NC State has kind of dug themselves a hole, and all you can do is, is just win and, and hope that things kind of fall where they will. But um, that's, Can I that's share a meatball right take now. with you, Lewis, with NC State? Can I share a sure. meatball take with you? There's a correlation between, like, the team's success and then the ticket prices to these games. Because I'm looking at this right now. We can go to the game tomorrow night for, like, less than 20 bucks to go see NC State in Syracuse, Right. And so it's just like, oh, man, like you said, I think they just dug themselves too deep a hole early on in the year. It, it would be it would take a lot to claw back in uh, by by March. Yeah, so. there, there's talent on this team. There's talent on this team. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I mean, that's there's not I don't really think there's much more to say about NC State, you know, but um, they they have an uphill battle. That's where things are right now for the Wolfpack.
I'm with you. Is there anything that you need to tease with WRL sports fan coverage for this week, Lewis? Because for Battle of the Blues later in March, we have a lot of long form content coming your way on WRLSportsFan.com, but that will be in the coming weeks. But this upcoming week, Luke, what do we got? Um, I mean, we, you, you've mentioned it. Plenty of good stuff. Um, kind of turning to the, the women's game a little bit. Um, I'm going to be at Duke um, versus Notre Dame coming up uh, later tonight. We're recording this on a Monday. Um, that's that's big for the Blue Devils trying to bounce back after losing to Virginia Tech, um, you know, on the road. Uh, NC State, the NC State women's, right, who just went Number to overtime six. against Georgia Tech. They have at UNC and at Duke this week. So big games for NC State women's basketball. Um, and then UNC is coming off back-to-back wins after losing in overtime to Duke, um, has at home against NC State and at Virginia Tech. So we're really getting into that crunch time for both men's and the women's teams in ACC play. So we'll do our best to keep you covered on both ends there. Just um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of really good basketball. We're not even in the March. Yeah, NC State women, winners of three straight at number six in the AP poll that got released earlier today, Lewis. So mm-hmm. at least have a uh, winning team on the women's side. But this has been another edition of WRL Triangle and Two. Lewis, I'll let you wrap it up for the both of us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you all so much for uh, tuning in, listening wherever you listen on any of the podcast platforms, watching on 99 The Fan or on WRLSportsFan.com. Um, I'm Lewis Fernandez. He is Mark Bergen. We will see you next week. Thank you all so much for watching. the only one you have fortunately you also have a choice expert cardiologists talented surgeons highly skilled specialists all of whom chose wake med why the main reason is the same reason patients choose wake med everything you need for the best possible care is right here learn more at wakemed.org wake med heart and vascular physicians your heart your choice Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.